Hello and welcome to After the Flag, live from Hareth, where we've just seen round four of the MotoGP World Championship. Who would have thought it? Ducati have waited 15 years for a race win here in Hareth, and they get a 1-2, but in the hands of Jack Miller. Amazing news for all fans and amazing news for neutrals because everyone loves Jack. Uh, Simon, I know uh, how much you're and uh, how happy you are, of course. Uh, as a Kiwi, I know he's got Kiwi roots, but just in general as a guy, uh, just tell me how you're feeling about it because I'm sure there were some emotional moments down in Park Ferme. Uh, you know, I think it was about a week ago, um, I messaged him and said, because I felt bad for everything he's gone through and I know he's getting a bit of flack from fans and, you know, and I messaged him and said, you know, you're one of the few riders that everybody universally loves Jack, you know, something along those lines. Yep. And then, because uh, I felt sorry for him going through the and to see him bounce back like that today it was absolutely fantastic what a ride you know that's the thing isn't it i mean he got to the front uh, we suspected he'd probably get to turn one out in front but even when fabio quattararo here got past him and got into his rhythm to be fair to jack it's not like fabio disappeared he he pulled a gap on jack like you can see on the screen now and then jack matched his times yeah like it was only regularly only one tenth behind or the same and that's what i was impressed with you know he didn't drop off didn't burn his tires up and then it was fabio that started coming backwards the big surprise yeah we understand now uh, that it was arm pump that yep. caused the problem that's not the first time that's happened to Fabio Quattararo but uh, many riders have been there Simon you've got to feel for Fabio. Oh big style because he had the machine it doesn't often happen when all the stars align you know you've got to grab it as a rider that you have the machine to do the job the, the rubber under you uh, everything comes together and the ability it was all there and to be stopped by Normally it's your right arm. I just went and saw the team and they confirmed that it was arm pump. Normally it's your right arm because your right arm does breaks, you know, one, two or three fingers, depending on the rider, and also throttle. And under acceleration, you're hanging on with only the end fingers so often that that forearm blows up to the point where you've got no power to hang on and uh, it becomes dangerous, you know. So you even lose feeling in those fingers, which... Sadly for Fabio Quattararo, that's exactly what happened because he was in excellent rhythm at this stage that you can see on TV right now. He did ultimately finish the race. He scored a couple of points, but not only does he lose today's race, but he relinquishes the World Championship lead because Peko Banyaya finishing second behind his teammate here today now means that Peko's on top. But all in all, you have to give some huge credit for, to Jack Miller because on paper it didn't look like he had this sort of speed. And, of course, he missed, crucially, half of FP4 Which uh, yesterday. Which is why we probably didn't know yeah. he was so quick exactly. because uh, the FP4 session, he wasn't out there with a technical problem. But um, both Jack and Peko, that just shows what fantastic riders both those guys are uh, because they pretty much matched each other's times right through. I think they're pretty much the same speed. Jack just did a better first part of the race. You have to give credit to Ducati as well as just Thanks. the riders because they've taken a massive step forward. This place turned has it around. so hard work. Yeah, they've turned it around. I think that's why Gigi was so uh, emotional when I interviewed him. He'd been crying, like literally, you know, and, and um, with happiness, obviously, but to, to come to a track where 
Ducati have never really been strong. They didn't believe they can do it, and they get a one-two. <laughs> they were over the moon. Exactly, and, and it's here that you can just see that battle was going on between Pecco and, and Franco Morbidelli. It really highlights the fact that there's no long straights here where Dad, Ducati can get that advantage. So it just shows how much progress they've made. We have to, of course, then talk about Franco Morbidelli. An outstanding job. He ends up top Yamaha, but... The work he puts in, he's just a class rider, Simon, and great to see him back on the podium. And lack of mistakes. You know, speaking to yeah. him in Parc Ferme, you, you heard what he said, and he really meant it when he said it was a hard race, you know. He put more, more than everything he had in there, and to not make a mistake, you know, it's so easy. I said to you before the race that I think there's going to be a few crashes. It's very easy here to make a mistake, and uh, he kept the pressure on, didn't make a mistake, and great third like super happy for him i'm not sure if you saw his post race celebration simon but he Didn't. was banging his chest he was just absolutely i mean that's not like franco morbidelli because he too much like jack has been through the mill a bit over the last i think that's why both yeah. those guys it feels so sweet to them to bounce back there you from, go there from, you go they're yeah. the celebrations there that's how much it means yep bounce back from morbidelli. uh adversity yeah. you know uh, fourth place uh, here today was Takanakagami. Great ride, wow. Simon. Uh, second row on the grid. It looks like he reverted back uh, to the 2020 chassis to give him some more feel. Of course, he used that to great effect last year. But still, you've got to do the business, and he did today. He was on the 2019 last year, the whole bike. Mm. So he, this is the first time here yeah. on the 2020. Yeah. But he'd chosen the 2021 chassis, let's call it that, uh, like most of the other riders except Alex Marquez at Qatar, but reverted back here to the same as Alex Marquez. So basically, the two LCR guys have the 20 base chassis. The thing is, for me, Honda have struggled all this event. Um, and I think, this is only my feeling, that it's been a lack of front feel. Mm. And because they can't feel the limit, and that's why they keep crashing on the front, all of the riders, except Tucker. Tucker, I think... All of the other Honda guys are going to go away and look at what Tucker did here because it was pretty special, you know, because nobody else could do it. Uh, fifth place just behind Takanakagami, an excellent result for the Japanese rider. His first top five equals his best result, by the way, as well. Uh, just missing on opponent was Juan Mir. Now, we always thought that he had the pace to run at the front, and ultimately he did eventually have that pace, but it was always going to be hard work from 10th on the grid, and it looked like he was just mired in that group and was finding it very difficult to overtake, Simon. Yeah, you, Steve, you said it exactly. I think Juan had the pace if he'd been straight there in the, in the early laps, you know, meaning with that front four, but he wasn't. He had to fight through. You use a bit of tyre doing that and energy, and, and by the time he got there, yeah, at the last part of the race, he was equal to, if not the fastest man on track, right at the end. And uh, all I can say about Juan is, again, he gets some good points, puts it in, you know, finishes the race, no mistakes. So he, I still believe he's a real threat, championship-wise. An elacious Alicia Spargaro was six. In fact, we're going to have to wait there because it looks like we're going to be crossing over shortly uh, to an interview. Matt Burt is uh, standing by with one of the guys that from the top three. Uh, let's go and see who he's with now because I've got absolutely no idea. Oh, there he is, the man himself, the race winner. Jackie Boy is with Matt. Over to you, mate. Yeah, thanks a lot, Steve. Well, he's got the thriller on the back of his helmet, Thriller Miller, and it was certainly a thrilling Spanish Grand Prix here today for Jack. Huge congratulations, Jack. Your first dry race winning MotoGP, your first in the famous red as a factory Ducati rider. It must be so difficult to put into words your emotions right now after such oh. a, an incredible afternoon. 
it's out of this world, honestly. I've honestly, ever since that checkered flag, ever since, let's say, turn 12, I've been on this bloody roller coaster and it just keeps going. It's like, one minute I'm crying and sobbing like a baby, next minute I'm just so angry and like, like, like listen, I don't know. It's just too hard to even put into words what, what I feel today. I mean, it's just been a phenomenal weekend. We've been able to get stronger and stronger each session and I, I credit that to just putting my head down, especially FP1, FP4, when we could just go and do laps on my own. And as we've seen, uh, when, when I saw Fabio was starting to drop off, I thought, all right, I have to go for it. And I looked and I seen how many laps were left. I thought, that's a long time out front by yourself. You sure you got this? I said, oh, well, we'll see. I was having this conversation in my helmet. And uh, no, I can't thank everybody at Ducati for, for having my back from, from Gigi to Davide to Paolo to, to Claudio. You know, Claudio's been been in my corner this whole time and believing in me and uh, all of them have and I can't thank them enough I can't thank you know my mum and dad enough everybody it's just it's one of those things it's just a flood of emotions right now and all the people coming into mind so. yeah I think you've probably kicked off a few hangovers in Australia tomorrow <laughs> sure. morning I don't think they'll care too much in Townsville right now Jack but plan A was executed to perfection you got the start, you got into the first corner, and then you were leading the race. I guess at some point you expected Fabio yeah. to make the move. And how difficult was it to hang in with him? Well, as soon as I got going, um, you know, I hadn't been 100% comfortable with that medium front all weekend. I got going and it felt pretty mega straight up. The ground temperature was higher than it had been all weekend. And I felt great straight up. I was just hitting my marks and I thought, that's all right. No one's come past yet, and I could hear Fabio was there, and I thought, all right, he'll have a dig here shortly. And I know I'm not the fastest through 11 and 12, it's just, I can't get that section right. I will just now. be on me, but uh, yeah, he passed me into there, and I thought, all right, I'll try and tag on with him for a bit. And he was moving. But then he sort of plateaued out. He got out a bit of a gap, and I dropped my pace considerably to go with him. But he got out to about 0 0.8, 0 0.9, and then I seen his sort of level there. And then I started getting closer and closer, and I thought, oh, he's starting to fade here. And then it really started dropping. I thought, you've got to go now. And like I said, it was a long time out there on my own. I was just watching the pit board, thanks to the boys in the pit lane for, for just keeping me, you know, keeping the, the, the numbers, everything. I was just riding off that pretty much. And, uh, no, I mean, I had a phenomenal package today. Uh, a massive congratulations to, uh, to Pecco. It feels amazing to be one, two here, you know, break that 15-year drought. And what does it mean to you, Jack? I mean, obviously, as a factory Ducati rider, it is your first win in the dry motor GP as well, which is always a super special moment. But particularly after all the pressure that's been building a factory rider, all the criticism you've taken, justified or not, I mean, how much does this victory mean to you? Nah, I mean, as I said, we put ourselves up in this better still, let's say, that we're there to be critiqued and whatnot. And <laughs> as soon as things aren't going good, it turns like that. But it is what it is, you know, it's part of the territory take it in your stride and I, all I wanted to do was just focus on what I could control and that was me and my training and my, the way I approached the races um, and yeah I'd have to say a massive thank you to Dr Mia because the uh, um, harass been notorious for me with arm pump and it felt fantastic yeah they felt fuck so good to ride 25 laps without having to limit my braking or try and stretch my fingers out just ride the way I know how to ride and it felt so good. And how much do you feel now with this confidence, with this belief that you can really kick on from this point? Um, yeah, I think, you know, 
it always takes a bit of load off and you can just focus on that sort of thing. But I definitely think the way we approached this weekend was was the correct way to do it and we need to try and keep that trend going. Before you can join those celebrations, I'm just going to read this list to you. Loris Caparossi, Troy Bayliss, Casey Stoner, Andrea Iannone, Andrea Davizioso, Jorge Lorenzo, Danilo Petrucci, and now I'm delighted to say Jack Miller, part of an exclusive winning club for Ducati in MotoGP. I think there's only one thing left for me to say, Jack. Viva Miller. Viva. Viva. Back to you guys in the studio. Viva Miller, indeed. Thanks very much, Matt. Uh, thanks to Jack as well. Uh, you could quite clearly see the roller coaster of emotions there, and they'll continue on for a day or two as yet, Simon. Oh, big style. Uh, I, yeah, I hope he enjoys it. Um, you know, he's always had the speed, hasn't he? He's always had the speed, but I just, I'm so happy that he pulled it off today, and the whole race was faultless from the start, the whole way through, and he won a dry race against the best at Hareth, you know, fair and square. He's needed this, hasn't he? That's the thing, Simon. He yeah. has needed this, and you do wonder, like Matt makes a good point there, and we said it in commentary as well, what does this now unleash? Yeah, um, normally it does, you're right. Um, the thing is, we're going to Le Mans, and... I think championship-wise, you've just got to be sensible. Le Mans throws crazy weather, which is good in Ducati, but then it can be... All I'm saying is you just got to take each day as it comes, like Juan Mira's, and uh, do another one of those as soon as you can. Let's uh, cross back uh, over to Matt. I believe he's with, I'm sure, a delighted Petronas Yamaha rider. Franco Morbidelli's first podium of 2021. Over to you. Yeah, thanks, Steve. It is Franco Morbidelli's first podium of the 2021 season. It's been a difficult start, Franco, but I think we could see from your celebration the, the hitting of the chest, the hitting of the fuel tank. Full respect, Frankie, to be on the podium here today. I don't think there's anybody on planet Earth that could have ridden that motorcycle any harder than what you did today. You must feel like that was a real hard race, but just rewards to get a podium. Yes, yes. Uh, it was an incredible race. Um, uh, I pushed so hard um, throughout all race. Um, very, very uh, few uh, breaks of the race, I was sure that I was going to stop. All the other ones were uh, question mark. Uh, but finally, I was able to, to gain and to give that extra uh, with, uh, with this kind of effort. And uh, we finally uh, were rewarded with, uh, with this podium. Also, the team did a wonderful job. Um, Ramon did, they, did uh, his last uh, magic modification um, this morning. And I was able to increase my feeling on the bike a little bit more. And I was able to, to ride it. Uh, really um, strong and aggressively so I'm, I'm, I'm really I'm really pleased with the result and I'm really happy. Where do you think those improvements were compared to this morning that, that really helped you be strong in the race? It's not just a bit of Fakada magic it's a bit of Morbidelli magic that comes into it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we increased the grip this morning and, uh, and uh, it paid off. Um, it really paid off. I felt that in the race there was uh, less less grip, uh, but finally the modification we did uh, allowed us to don't feel it so much. So I'm really pleased with the result. Uh, you said on the podium afterwards, or, or with Simon in Park Ferme, it's a third place. It's not the result you want, but it's still after the circumstances. We know you're not on the current model of the Wizard RM1, and, and how hard you've had to fight and ride today. It still felt like a victory, which I, I guess shows the magnitude of the result for you today. It feels wonderful. It feels wonderful to, to be on the podium uh, with what we have and uh, uh, 
de, 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 de championship uh, got harder this year for sure and um, we we needed we needed to to step up our game uh, to in order to to stay in similar position than last year and i think we we are doing that by by trying to go outside from our comfort zone try to uh, try to risk risk a lot but uh, it paid off it paid off in uh, in portimao and it's paying off today so i'm really happy and i'm enjoying uh, enjoying a lot this moment Fantastic. Huge congratulations, Franco. Really hard-fought podium. You, you really deserved it. We'll see you in France in a couple of weeks' time. Thank you. Back to you guys, Steve. Yeah, thanks very much uh, to Matt. Thanks to Franco Morbidelli as well. As he says there, there's not really an awful lot more he can do. It's worth remembering, Simon, as we mentioned already in commentary, that he's out there on the third oldest bike. Mm. Which was not a disadvantage last year, no. I think, because the 2020 Yamaha well, had some problems, you know. Yeah. Uh, where they fixed those and they've obviously leapt ahead of what he's got and now he is at a disadvantage. Um, what I see with Franco, same as Jack, is they've been through a really rough period, these uh, first races, and they've gone from what it's like is when you're having bad results as your, your shoulders start stooping down, you know, and it's hard to hold yourself up. And this boost from both of those guys will do that. They'll walk around the paddock, proud and can you know and you're right a bit more confidence going into the next one let's cross over back to matt again he's with the man that finished in second place it's the third podium of 2021 with the for the championship leader now pecco banyaya over to you matt yeah thanks a lot steve it's been quite a weekend here in spain for the factory ducati team their first win with jack miller since loris caparossi in 2006 their first one two with this man standing in front of me pekka bagnaya second since bruno 2018 i believe and congratulations pekka that second place puts you at the top of the MotoGP world championship in 2021 it's been a very very positive and strong sunday for you yeah for sure it's a great weekend for us a great day for us uh... We did an incredible job this weekend. Uh, we were struggling uh, at the start, but there, then uh, we start to work on our bike, and uh, I think we did quite well because in the race I was feel uh, very comfortable with uh, my bike. I pushed it after three, four laps because at the start I was preferring to don't push too much on the rear tire, and then when I see that my pace was was good enough to cover recovery position, I was. Uh, pushing a little bit more every lap and I was catching also Jack but uh, but uh, finally uh, when two laps to go uh, I make very I was very close to lose the front at turn seven so I preferred to slow a bit and then uh, finish second uh, I was not thinking that I was leading the championship but uh, uh, finish second today uh, finish with a double podium, first and second here. Track where we struggle a lot with our bike uh, is incredible. And uh, we have just to continue like this because it's, if in circuits like this we are strong, like this, uh, is a good thing for us. And uh, now we will, we will go in, in circuits that uh, our bike is more sweet, like uh, Mugello, Barcelona, Le Mans too, Assen. So I'm happy and I'm really looking forward to arriving there. At the moment, I'm just trying to enjoy this day uh, with the team, this evening. And tomorrow we have the test, so 
We had to keep the, con the good concentration to Aramin prepared there. Before that mistake late on, I mean, how confident were you that you perhaps had something for Jack in those last couple of laps? Did you really feel like you were going to, to catch him? I think the gap did come down to under one second. I'm sure he was getting a little bit nervous and you were getting quite excited as well. I was really excited, but after the risk, uh, I tried to, to just finish the race. The last two sectors of the race, I was very slow, and I, I was uh, very close to lose also the second position of, from Frankie. But uh, today was his day. Uh, he, he deserved this result. So after a difficult start of the season for him, uh, finish first here uh, is something better. It's incredible the turnaround that you've had this year already, Peko. Last season you scored just 47 points in the whole of 2020. And here you are after just four races, already 19 points clear. You're leading the World Championship as well. You, you know what it's like to lead a World Championship. You've done it before in Moto2. But how different do you think it will feel now leading MotoGP? <laughs> I don't know. At the moment I'm the leader just from uh, one hour, I think. So. <laughs> Let's wait some races, but at the moment, uh, was what I was missing last year was um, confidence of myself and also constant. And I'm trying to have it. And uh, we did an incredible job with my training this winter, and uh, we're trying to continue this way. But uh, we are we have just done four races, and uh, we have uh, 16 in front. So well, uh, the the street is so long, to, uh, the same, and. Uh, we will try to continue like this. It's a great position to be in. Just before we let you go, uh, you've just mentioned, Peko, strong tracks coming up for Ducati, in particular Mugello and Barcelona. But next on the calendar, it's Le Mans. What are your thoughts about how you and the Ducati will work in, the, in France in a couple of weeks' time? Last year I was strong. Uh, I was starting seventh, and uh, I was just struggling the first day because it was too, too cold, but then uh, I was strong. And uh, we had the lucky to have a wet, wet condition for the race. Uh, let's wait this season. If uh, uh, we'll be wet, I hope, I hope to have dry. But in any case, uh, we will arrive there prepared. Well, it's three podiums in the first four races. A fantastic start to 2021 for you, Pekka. And congratulations on Thank being you. the new world championship leader. We look forward to seeing you in France again in two weeks' time. Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks very much, uh, Matt. Thanks to Pekka Banyar as well, the new world championship leader. Looks like Ducati got themselves a couple of prize fighters. <laughs> yeah, you did right. Fantastic riders. Um, so evenly matched today, speed-wise. Pekka is, to me, like Juan Mir. I know they're completely different, but they are solid as a rock. Mm. They're there every week. And... Uh, you know, I don't have to say championship threat because he's already leading the championship, but he so deserves it, you know. But it, he is so good, so special, that it's why um, I think Jack's win today was so <laughs> extra special to beat someone like him on the same bike here was a job and a half. Yeah, both uh, Pico and Jack, what a job. He's right, um, pointing out, those next tracks coming up for Ducati. And Le Mans is a very stop start, which does play into the hands of Ducati. So, Okay, well, we'll have to wait and see how that goes. Before we leave after the flag, a couple of mentions elsewhere. Alicia Spargro, sixth. Not quite the podium, but hey, matching a top result again. They're up there once more. Yeah, and he had a lot of good riders behind him. You mm. know, yeah, impressive job. Um, I think they're going to be happy with that. They were aiming top five. They got sixth. It was a great, great ride. I think probably Takanakagami was the unexpected uh, one to beat them, but 
There's reason to believe that Maverick Vinales and Joanne Zarkai will just want to try and forget uh, her ref and head into Le Mans. Uh, Marc Marquez, ninth place. Uh, he'll take that. Um, after this weekend? Yeah. Uh, like, it's been, a, like I said, very tough one for Honda. And uh, just to go away here, from here with no injuries and a finish, I think he's going to be happy to leave. Uh, three fallers uh, early on in the race as well. Alex Marquez, uh, well, we've already mentioned the 2021 Honda at the moment, and Alex is struggling. Uh, hopefully he can bounce back again in France. He's Brad, a great rider. I'm he sure is. he will this season. We'll see him again. Uh, Brad Binder and Alex Rins. Oh, Two dear. big disappointments today because they both had decent rhythm and pace. Dead right. I knew there'd be some crashes today and they were two of the big hitters that we lost. Hey, I reckon we should wrap this up, Simon, because uh, I can see the top three are getting ready and they're waiting for me to go on to the press conference. Simon, thanks as ever. Welcome. All your help uh, this weekend. Well, that concludes after the flag. Yamaha's run is over at the start of 2021. It's a 1-2 for Ducati. We'll see you next time in Le Mans.